Today is Wiggly Blackthorn Fat Day. Number one. Straight blackthorn sticks have traditionally been made into walking sticks. Welcome to the weekly podcast. It's just me today and Noah, the cat, sat on the sofa. So any purring is he. And I have in front of me my slow gin, which I have just shook for the billionth time. And the great thing is I also have in front of me the disc with the missing Blackthorn show on it and what it is is I gave Michael the disc with the Blackthorn show on it and he said there's nothing on the disc and I thought oh you silly man of course there is and he said you failed to format it again and I thought well I pressed the button definitely I did and anyway it wasn't there what could I do I went to the drawer and found the other disc. And so what had happened was I gave him the 256 disc and in fact he needed the 2 gigabyte disc. And so I've given it him this morning. Anyway, all that says is that we've got Blackthorn facts for you. So as you've already heard one Blackthorn fact, here's another one. Monty, take it away. Wiggly Blackthorn fact number two. Blackthorn blossom is edible and can be crystallised to make cake decorations. And it looks really cool. This week's show is packed full of prickly customers. We've got Rach. Well, she's not very prickly. But we've got David Willis, who is the Cabinet Minister for Science. And we've got all sorts of bits and bobs on making slow gin with blackthorn. (laughs) Get that? Oh, I've got a joke for you. I've been practising this for ages. But first, here's a Monty fact. Wiggly Blackthorn fact number three. One of our rarest butterflies, the black hair streak, lays its eggs on the blackthorn. Here's my joke. Because Noah's on the sofa with me, here it is. Last night, my cat swallowed a ball of wool. I woke up this morning and she'd had mittens. (laughs) Corker. Anyway, my slow gin looks absolutely fantastic it's now the colour of ruby red I can just see the almonds floating around in it and I can't wait for Christmas day which is when I shall be having it on the rocks and it's in my quattro stagioni jar which apparently means four seasons so your food lasts for a year that's handy isn't it here we go I was lucky enough to be invited to the Google launch of their report about Connected Kingdom how the UK is connecting with people using the internet and at the launch was all sorts of people including Jeremy Hunt who is the culture secretary he had just had lunch with Jonathan Ive of Apple and it turns out that out of his 16 designers seven including him are British how amazing is that and there's only one American in the team anyway he flew in to this event which was in Bethnal Green and 
oh, he was lovely. He was so, you know, he was suave. He was sophisticated. Anyway, the next chap came on, and that was David Willits, and he'd pushed bike from Shepherd's Bush. So I thought, which one will I interview? I'll go for David Willits, because he is the one that has helped sort broadband for Herefordshire with a super fast speed. So here we are, David Willits, with me at the Google launch, and Wiggly Wigglers were lucky enough to be one of the case studies, and so got lots of PR from the do. Dear Wiggly listener, I'm pleased to say that I've got David Willits with me and he's a minister and can you explain to me, David, what what your ministerial role is? I'm the Minister for Universities and for Science, so I support, put the funding in for the universities but also the science bases. I've got two thank yous for you. The first is, you won't remember this, but in 2005 Wiggly Wigglers won the National Federation of Small Businesses Best Business Award. Yep. And you very kindly sent me a letter, which I have on right. my wall. Yep. I think you were business shadow. That's right, business, I'm shadowing them. That yeah, point. that's right. And the second thank you is that I live just outside the Golden Valley in Herefordshire. And that is where last week was announced that we're going to have super fast broadband for rural areas. And I want to say, if it was anything to do with you, thank you so much. Because it's going to make a huge difference to Herefordshire. And I just wanted to know what your view was on Superfast Broadband for rural business, which brings us up to speed. It's like, puts us on an equal playing field with these big boys in London. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. I mean, of course, Jeremy Hunt deserves the credit above all for pushing it forward from his department. I know, but, but I've never had a letter of him. <laughs> but we in biz have res- overall policy responsibility for IT and we're absolutely back it. It's very important for people in rural areas that they get this kind of access. Of course, you say in comparison with London, there are even, believe it or not, places less than 20 miles from where we are now in the centre of London where you still can't get proper fast broadband connections. And it's, uh, it's unfair and it's incredibly wasteful that people around the country can't access Superfast Broadband and we're absolutely committed to spreading it to everyone. Now, one of my heroes is Tim Berners-Lee. Ah, He's yeah. got to be that. Now, yeah. you just said on stage that yeah. you've had contact with him. Yeah. Can you give my listeners a little bit more idea about what's going on? Well, he's a fascinating man. And the thing that he's interested in at the moment is the semantic web. And the reason why he doesn't think the web is yet doing what he envisages it doing is that we have to go through these, these kind of clunky filing systems to track the data that you need. And he envisages a system where you never need to go through the filing system and where the system becomes sufficiently smart. If you keyboard in what is the capital of France, it says Paris. You don't have to access a site to find that information. You get it all directly. And that's the big current challenge. And believe it or not, we in Britain have got one of the leading places in the world for thinking about this and trying to tackle it. It's very high levels of theoretical on that. Uh, Southampton University is a great place for this, some other ones as well. And I still hope that Tim, who divides his time now between MIT and Southampton, that Tim might get that piece through the website to, to, to crack that problem. Thank you very much, and it's great to meet you. Yeah. Thanks for the letter. Very good. Bye. Time for a Monty fact. Wiggly Blackthorn fact number four. Slow juice can be used as an indelible ink or a red dye. And so, as I said, we found the disc 
And so you will be able to listen to the day when I went hunting for slows. I'm sorry if I'm a bit slow looking for slows, but the slows were very slow in coming forward and being available. In fact, they were the other side of the field. But hopefully Michael will edit all pauses out of it. So you will imagine that I'll pop out and find some, which didn't happen. Come on, Cam. Come on. Good girl. So most of our hedges are made up of hawthorn and blackthorn, field maple, all the normal wildlife elements. Um, this year actually Wigglies are going to do a foraging hedge, so grow your own edible hedge. So I'm just looking here for that lovely bluish blackberry. And so far all I can see are halls, blackberries, most of which have gone over. Hazel, more hawthorn. Not as much blackthorn in our hedges as a lot of people's. So you have to keep your eyes open, ready to get your treasures, which are the slows. Pretty sure we're coming up to a blackthorn. Here we are, dark green leaf, prickly slow so just pull off a few and they look like they're they've got a sort of tinge of blue on them apparently the straight sticks make really good walking sticks but best of all the slows make really good gin it's really easy to do you know I wouldn't be doing it otherwise there's lots of halls at the moment. They're apparently really good for heart conditions. I know my Auntie Pip used to make jelly for meat made of halls, but hmm, on Twitter, nobody seemed very keen. I don't think the birds are that keen anyway, because they've certainly left loads. Here comes the piggies. I don't know whether piggies like slows. Do you like slows, piggies? I don't think so. Now you've got muck all over me now. Come on then. Right, I'm going to take these back to the kitchen and process them. Wiggly blackthorn fact number five. Dead blackthorn wood provides food for the caterpillars of the concealer moth, Espira olivella. So you join Monty and myself at the kitchen table with our slows pricking them so that all the berry juice comes out of them and putting them into a lovely big Quattro Staglioni jar. Shame of it is, Mum, I don't suppose you'll like slow gin. No, not really. But I like the making. Yep. So, for those of you who've never made slow gin, there's no cooking required. What you do is you get a litre of gin, about half that much of slows, and half that much again of sugar. And we wanted some almond essence, but we can't find any. So we're going to put a sprinkling of almonds in our jar. And then the excitement starts. 
Right then, Mum, we've got a fair few slows in there, so let's undo the gin and pour it in. Fill it up then. Whoa. And now we'll add the sugar. Lovely. In it goes then, Mum. Don't want it to spill it. Brilliant. Okay then, Mum, a few almonds in because we haven't got any almond essence. In it goes. And now the exciting bits, twist it on so it's nice and secure. So a bit watertight. Yeah, and now you can turn it upside down and give it a shake. Lovely. Good shake, Mum. Then we have to shake it every other day for two weeks and then every week for two months. And then it will be Christmas. Well done. Do you enjoy that? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you to Christine Hope. If I haven't told you before, we're off to Buckingham Palace. Anyway, she phones up Buckingham Palace and the phone was answered, not by the Queen, but they did say Buckingham Palace. So she has got us to be able to make a podcast in the grounds of Windsor Castle and we're hoping to be able to take you inside Windsor Castle which is a very rare event indeed. So that will be coming up in December. In the meantime, let's get down to basics because Rach is in the Gambia for our last episode of Rach's tour with Concern Universal earlier this year. It's the last day today and we are here at the CU offices and just across the road is the gig area which all the produce is brought to from the gardens. I'm joined by Mahmoud Touré and Mahmoud's going to give us a little insight into what happens here. Yeah, thank you and welcome to the Gambia's Good site. Gambia's Good is a project under Concern Universal and then the project was established since 2004 and we're working with uh, about 1,000 farmers. At the moment, we do give them contracts. Uh, every month we have what we call uh, production planning, and then the, based on the production planning, sales and marketing will give out uh, quantities and then minimum price of what they expect to sell in the next coming few months, could be two months or three months, depending on the crop. And then the, these, the production managers will go out to the field and then give it to farmers that they're working with as a contract and then farmers will also sign on behalf of themselves or on behalf of their family and then Jig will also sign through the production managers. Okay, the, the contract is for how long? The contract is renewed monthly because every month we have the production managers and meeting and then whenever we have production meeting, production managers do go out with contracts. So which means it's monthly contracts. Okay. And then the, come that time, Jig will honor the contract and then buy it at that minimum price, depending on the market price. If the market price is higher, Jig will also pay them a higher price. But so in case the market price is lower, you know, it is Jig's commitment to sell it at, uh, to buy it at that minimum price. But sometimes we have constraints because uh, farmers sometimes don't meet our demand. You know, they always fail the contracts. It's really challenging on them. Though there are a lot of improvements on the way, but however, you know, it's still difficult to meet our demand. Okay. It must be challenging on you as well because it is your role to make sure that they have the produce or you get the produce here to the gig farm. Yeah, really it is it is very frustrating sometimes if I have if I get the information late that enough farmers couldn't meet the demand or they have failures here and there due to flood or 
pets infestation whatsoever yeah, you know pests, pests pests. Quite a big problem, isn't yeah it? it is a quite big problem particularly tomatoes you know nowadays red spider mice is the order of the day many farmers are complaining of these red spider mice and then we don't have a solution to it we're still doing trial and errors you know to see how best can we cure it yeah. but it's still difficult and then the, the frustrating part is like if we wait till the end of the day we don't have the produce so i have to go out and then get the produce by myself which consumes a lot of my time because uh, I don't want customers to be calling and asking for stuff. I said, no, it's not available, it's not available. That's uh, not customer service. We went out yesterday on a delivery to a hotel. Mm-hmm. And do you deliver it just to hotels? No, we deliver to, I mean, we don't have limitation because it's across the board. We deliver to everyone, being hotel, restaurant, individuals, and even feast. Because there are certain feasts people call and say, I have wedding or I have christening. Oh, feast. Yeah, ah, I have yeah. wedding, I have christening yeah. or you know, parties, etc., etc. And then uh, you just place your order and then we'll deliver. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. That's a real insight into what happens here. Mm-hmm. And um, we're going back to the UK today. Yeah. And we'll hopefully see you over in the UK. Right. And I know that when we were up at the NATC, mm-hmm. we saw some traditional drumming and dancing. And all day long, Mahmoud wound us up about having to dance, and he would dance, but he conned us and did not <laughs> dance at all, yet we did. And so you found this great hilarity. <laughs> so when he is in the UK next, he's coming nightclubbing. Yeah, I, I, I promise. <laughs> okay, I promise, he's yeah. coming nightclubbing, and I want to see his rock and roll technique. No, no I promise I will. You if like I'm that? there once again, yeah, I promise okay. I will. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. thank you, my maid. <laughs> thank you. Thank Time for a Monty fact. Wiggly Blackthorn fact number six. Slows are ready now. They say they are best after a frost, but probably best to get picking. And again! Wiggly Blackthorn fact number seven. The Latin name for Blackthorn is Prunus Spinosa. Thanks, Mont. Goodbye from me from the Weekly Sofa. Hope to speak to you next week. Enjoy your week very much. And if you want to contact us, Heather at Wiggly Wigglers, at Wiggled, at Farmerphil. He's still pleased that we passed the TB test. And if you want to go online and order your Christmas prezzies, I know just the very company. www.wigglywigglers.co.uk